Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl, Nay. Happy 2020 to you guys. Fallon Deanne is still currently out on leave, but again, she will be back. And I guess we can just go ahead and let's get right into the show, you know? Let's let's jump right into these hot topics. Pretty nerds. Pretty nerds. Pretty nerds. Pretty nerds. Pretty nerds. It's very, very light, as you guys know. Um, There's not too much going on just yet. The year has just kind of kicked off. Um, We saw a bunch of New Year's Eve, well, New Year's Eve, New Year's parties. Some of the biggest that we um, saw were obviously Beyonce and Jay's. We saw the picture that Meg posted with her and Blue Ivy out here snatching all of our edges, looking like a big old grown-up, gorgeous girl. Um, It was revealed that she has her own stylist, which I am not surprised by at all because this has just been out here destroying our lives, honey, looking gorgeous, letting all the girls know, you know. So um, that was super dope to kind of get to see Meg interact with the other H-Town hottie, Miss Beyonce. So hopefully we, in this new year, will get a release or a record from the two of them. That'd be pretty dope, I think. Um, We also saw Diddy's annual New Year's party in Miami. A bunch of hot names were down there for that. You had Meek, you had... Future, DJ Khaled, interesting lineup, considering most of them are Eskimo brothers. <laughs> um, when it comes to your girl Lori Harvey being on all of their wish lists, but it is what it is. Um, we also had Drake's end of the decade, as he called it, party in Toronto at his Toronto mansion. Um, looked pretty dope. It was mostly pretty much look like all his kind of friends and family and all that jazz you didn't see too many like celebs at that one um but you know that's drake for you kind of does his own thing but salute to him his house looks gorgeous i don't know if i would would like scratch that i know i wouldn't because i don't like people like that enough to just have all them goddamn people run around in my goddamn house no especially one i just built too nice as fuck Y'all know y'all don't know how to act. Y'all not gonna be up running around all up and through my goddamn house. All posting everything and all that shit on the gram and shit. No, we're not doing this. But salute to Drake nonetheless. You know, look like look like a good time was had all the way around. Um I guess we can jump. Let's jump right into some just some quick hitters that we saw kind of towards the end of the year right into the um, new year and I apologize because I'm a little under the weather so I know I sound super terrible but it is what it is and we will make it through this show (laughs) um anywho we have Bryson Tiller congratulations to him and his girlfriend Kendra Bailey they had their baby Kelly as well as Princess Love and Ray J congratulations to them they welcomed their baby boy Epics. 
or epic. Epics, epic. I think it's epic. Yeah. Um, you know, interesting name. Kind of goes, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. Um, so either way, congratulations to them. Um, we saw Jeezy and Jeannie Mai who rang in the new year together. I guess they're the hot new couple on the scene. And, um, Jeannie's birthday is like right around the time of new year. So we saw Jeezy throw her a birthday party in which he brought out the legend. That is Tevin Campbell to come out and sing and serenade her for her birthday. Hello. Um, can we say no Tevin Campbell slander will ever be tolerated around me? We're not going to act like he didn't shut it down um, in a goofy movie with as Powerline. Shit was everything. Get my whole entire life to that shit to this day. But um, he was dope as fuck on... The Fresh Prince of Bel Air when he also sang happy birthday to Ashley and her ass passed the fuck out. Yes, just moments, honey. Tevin Campbell still can sing and still got it. So salute to him. Um, also, um, in sad news, you had NBA, former NBA commissioner David Stern, who passed away. I want to say like right January 1st, that was like some of the first news we saw come out. Um, Also, Bobby Christina, rest in peace to that beautiful young lady. Her her ex, Nick Gordon, he passed away also from an apparent drug overdose. Sad, sad news all the way around there. Um, And another quick hitter. That I just saw today, the baby, he was arrested down in Miami on a robbery charge. Um, that's what they're saying right now. Seems a little strange to me, robbery case. Um, you know, for such a big, successful rapper. I feel like there'll be more to come. Something else maybe be around that. I don't know. Could be a complete mistake. Who knows with these folks, with these hip hop police, they always after somebody. So we'll see. Hopefully more to come on that. And, you know, obviously he gets out and all of that good thing and just gets back to the music. Um, let me see what else. Like I said, there was really, there's really hasn't been crazy, crazy amount of things. I mean, we're just now a couple of days in the new year. Obviously, more things will be to come. Um, Oh, we have Coachella. I mean, if you care or not, they uh, released their lineup for this year. The three headliners are going to be Rage Against the Machine on Friday, Travis Scott Saturday, and Frank Ocean on Sunday. Um, I mean, I peeped through the lineup. Yeah. And I'll say for like the three days, they have a couple of, but I guess that's Coachella for you anyway. You know, they have a couple of people here and there, blah, blah, blah. It's not, in my opinion, if I have to look at like the big festivals, it's not my favorite. Their lineups don't tend to stack up compared to some of the other ones. Even some of the smaller festivals, their lineups don't really compare. Um, 
But you know, it's Coachella and all the little celebrities and all that jazz got to go out there and post up. So, I mean, I guess that's the, the appeal of it or the experience of it or whatnot. But the lineup, eh, eh, you know. But if you're into that, you know, the Coachella lineup has been announced, obviously. So if you're going to get your tickets and go out there in the desert and do your thing for Coachella, then do your thing. Also, kind of saying in that realm of like music and television, it was announced that MTV has a new true uh, uh, true crime series that they are doing. It's kind of like a spinoff of their True Life series, but they're calling it True Crime. And it will be premiering on January 8th. And the first story they will be doing or investigating is the death of Kanika Jenkins that occurred um, in Chicago. Well, it was kind of like on the out, like a little bit outside of Chicago, in like one of those little suburbs. Um, if you guys saw the, the kind of headlines about it, the news about it, extremely extremely disturbing um mystery we still don't really have all the facts or kind of know what happened so hopefully this will kind of shed some more light back in that direction and we can finally get some answers because that whole story just was like what you know what i mean like it just was confusing it was so many like things that weren't making sense that weren't adding up. I like I said, hopefully we get some resolution to this or it shed some light in some directions so that we can finally finally really know what happened to this young lady because the whole story was just crazy when it, you know what I'm saying when it came out and you know we all kind of first heard about it. So like I said, hopefully with this new crime series uh, it'll shed some light back in that direction. Some of the other cases that they'll be covering is um, Junior. Remember when he was killed um, in the bodega in New York City? So that'll be on there as well. Um, as we know, there was resolution to that. The young men who killed him were have already been tried and convicted. So uh, we'll definitely, it'll, it, like I said, it, True Life uh, on MTV was always an interesting series anyway. So, and they always did a great job with that. So I, I assume that they will also do a great job with this true crime series. Again, it will be premiering on January 8th with the Kaninka Jenkins story. So tune in, you know, and, and check it out and we'll talk about it after it comes out as well. Um, and let me take a look here. Slow news, slow news, slow news. Okay, so I'm sure you guys probably saw, if you didn't, I'll give you a quick little recap. A gentleman, he tweeted out, per usual, a troll tweeted out, about how both uh, Tiana Taylor and Ari Lennox look like Rottweilers or whatever, basically comparing them to dogs. Ari Lennox responded with tweets first by saying, you know, y'all anti-blackness is ridiculous, why y'all always attacking black women, everything like that. She then 
got kind of bombarded with people attacking her crazy enough um calling her sensitive saying she needs to get out of business blah 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 to which she then responded with an ig live post um in the ig live post she made a lot of really good points y'all um i know that a lot of y'all want to kind of live in this kumbaya world where it's like race doesn't exist and blah 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 and y'all just be making everything about race and y'all be so sensitive and this that and the other like to see the amount of people who will attempt to deflect just to jump out the gate and defend some bullshit is crazy to me but needless to say points were made um in Ari Lennox uh in her posts and her tweets and in her live so if you guys didn't see it go check it out um all i can say is it is amazing and astonishing to me the amount of black folks period black men and black women who consistently feel comfortable to get out in public spaces and attack other black folks um particularly black women we see them get bashed and attacked constantly by other black women by black men um shit by everybody let's be honest black women be out here taking a bashing from everybody basically from all facets um and it's just crazy to see that so many people just don't you know want to acknowledge it or admit it um and 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 we you know we're not just gonna keep it one-sided because black men do get quite the bashing as well from other black men and from black women as well um, from everybody else as well so I mean it's just it's 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 like I said it's astonishing to me the fact that people will go out of their way to almost just like dismiss and not acknowledge something that is clear and that is plain as day um like I said points were made um a lot of y'all anti-blackness do be showing um a lot of y'all hatred of black features be shown like it it's amazing to me like i see so many people who make jokes about noses and this and that and the other and it's just like why y'all you know what i mean like y'all love black features on non-black people but like you see it on some black folks and it's like oh they're ugly or they ain't attractive or they know so big they lips so big blah 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 they so dark they so this they so that like fucking ridiculous like like i said y'all love black features on non-black folks but when it comes to black folks it's like tear down tear down tear down so hopefully you know if it if it did anything it got people talking and you know acknowledging hopefully it'll get more people to acknowledge the fact that it is an issue um and that pretty much wraps up the hot topics. We do I do have one more um and you guys know you guys know how much I hate to talk about this man, but uh, here we are barely into 2020 and Trump has already got all of us in a tailspin. Literally, like literally if you guys listen to the wrap up show I did, you I, I 
said to my, you know, I said on that show, I was like, every day it seems like it's something with this man. And well, this time it was a big something. He ordered a airstrike that killed the head of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. Um, He is being condemned for it across the board by tons of other politicians, activists, just all everyday regular people like what the fuck my g what were you doing what made you make this decision like i yeah, you know what i mean essentially i mean we you all kind of you know if you've woken up now you've all kind of seen all the memes and all that that are floating around people kind of joking but not joking about you know what i mean like because tech you know how we are when some shit's fucked up we'll We'll turn it into some jokes, but it don't really be jokes. You know what I mean? About how we could possibly be, you know, how this could have started a, another world war, how we could be. He- a lot of people are worried that we are headed to war. Um, shit, man. Like, uh, that's all I could say. Like, when I saw that shit, I was like, wow. I didn't think that. He could, I mean, shit, the, what the election, the next election is in November. I was like, surely enough, with all this impeachment shit he got going on, the Senate trial still looming for the impeachment. Uh, you know, I figured that at least leading up to the, the election that it would be relatively quiet in the sense of he wouldn't do nothing too like dramatic or crazy. I mean, of course he's always going to have his rants and this, that, and the other. And you know, when he was going to do his campaigning, there was probably going to be a couple of buzz clips from that, but never in my wildest dreams that I think that, you know, we would be seeing some shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? On the brink of a potential fucking, world war craziness but um hey that is that is the current state of affairs right now that is how we are living out here um yeah that's all i can say so uh we'll just kind of have to tune in wait and and see what comes of it hopefully it's 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 not war that's all wow hopefully it's not a fucking war because we do not need it we do not need it we do not need it at all so hopefully it is not a war not some type of crazy terror attack that occurs um to all of the people who are overseas right now please be safe um to all of our soldiers who are overseas right now please be safe know that we are praying for you all um yeah i mean wow um that's uh, woo. yeah so like i said uh just 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 stay safe people whoo um but yeah that is the hot topics this week uh the first show of the new year like i said not too much really jumping off yet because we're early in this 2020 in this new decade but um yeah let's move on 
to the relationship segment. And I have a pretty, like, I don't say interesting question, but just like an observation that I've noticed and kind of, you know, what I want to see, you know, what you guys' take on it is. I'm going to give you my take on it. But um, I've noticed, like, we, we've kind of, as we moved here along in these last couple of years and whatnot, you know, heading now into a new decade, I've noticed that there's been a really, really, I want to, I don't want to say heavy lean, but a, a definitely a, a push away from monogamy and more of like a, this idea of like open relationships and polyamory and being in polyamorous relationships or whatnot. So I just kind of want to know you guys, take on it would you ever consider a polyamorous relationship or you know being in that type of relationship that's my first question and then my second question is something that I've also kind of observed is that when there are these discussions of polyamorous relationships polyamory um throuples whatever the buzzword is at the time that you guys kind of want to use for it it's it's always kind of leaning one-sided. It's always leaning two girls and one guy or multiple girls and one guy. It's never kind of the reverse. We haven't really seen like this heavy lean on the opposite direction where it's one woman and two guys or one woman and multiple guys. So my second question, the second part of that question is, is why do you think that is? Why is it is it not kind of an even even playing field if people are leaning more towards this idea of polyamorous relationships and talking polyamory and having multiple wives and husbands and yada yada yada? Why is it not kind of like an even playing field? Why is it mostly very male leaning? Um. So to address my first question which was would you ever consider a polyamorous relationship for me I'm gonna say no um not that you know I I judge other people for it because I don't see it as a negative thing I think that people you know can love multiple people they can be in love with multiple people and if you have the capacity to make it work and you're comfortable in it, and everybody is open and honest, then by all means, do your thing, you know? Um, and, and, and like, not only that, if you're, if it interests you and, and, you know, and if it's easier for you and, and how you love them by, by all means. But for me, it wouldn't work. I, you know, I, for one, you know, I, I'm pretty open on this show about the fact that I ain't the biggest people person anyway. So the idea of of trying to balance a relationship with multiple people, it's like, it's like draining for me already just thinking about it. I'm like, I gotta deal with not one, but two of y'all motherfuckers? Nah, man, I can't, like... So, so that's why polyamory, so polyamory really doesn't kind of appeal to me in that just 
the nature of like I'm not a huge people person anyway. I'm good with just one person and trying to balance all of that and figure all of that out. Having to to have to balance multiple people, please multiple people, deal with multiple people is just a lot. Or just even being involved in a relationship with someone who is dealing with multiple people is a lot still. Because like it, cause I think that that's something that isn't talked about enough is like because you hear people talk about the fact that the person who is in you know relationship with the other the multiple other people like you hear them having to go through the balance but you never hear it from kind of like the other side of the you know the people who are one of the multiple people that they're the other person is dating because a lot of times at least from what i've seen in these relationships you don't well, well, you kind of see them two ways. Like in some ways, you'll see where, for instance, you'll see where all three people kind of have this relationship and they're kind of in love and maintain a relationship or whatnot. And then on the flip end, you'll see where it's kind of like one person is in a relationship with multiple other people, but the other two people don't. They know of each other, but they don't really like interact in that sense you know what I mean so like I said for me it all just sounds exhausting having to deal with multiple people period um so it wouldn't work for me but definitely like I said I, I I say I would I would you know I'm not like close-minded to it so I think that if people are comfortable enough in doing it then then by all means you know um but i want to hear from you guys i want to know you know would you consider being in a poly relationship in a throuple um and and you know are you comfortable with the idea like what are your thoughts on it um hit hit me up on the website prettynerdspodcast.com also um you can send us a message on instagram pretty nerds podcast make sure you guys are following and just you know let us know like like because i'm curious i want to know what do you guys think about polyamorous relationships would you consider being in one what are your thoughts um now to the second part of that question that i asked is why do you think that we see it kind of more male driven or more heavily leaning to the male side. Like you'll see more people who are okay with a guy and two girls or a guy and multiple girls, as opposed to a woman and two guys or a woman and multiple guys. Now I feel like that is, not like a complicated, um, you know, subject or even a complicated answer. I think that most of us kind of know the answer to that is that in general, I think when it comes to, to relationships, sexuality, these, you know, these ideas are, uh, you know, archaic ideas of masculinity, femininity, sexuality, and all, all of that jazz. 
we we've come to see that pretty much men that people are more comfortable with this idea or this notion of men and men just being a part of a man being a man and being with multiple different people um as opposed to a woman and you know women are kind of viewed as these fragile creatures and you know we're we're not and we're not really quote unquote supposed to be seen as like these sexual beings or whatnot or you know and whatnot so them the idea of a woman being with multiple carrying on in a relationship with multiple men and all that is almost kind of like shunned and frowned upon and and it's very it's very like i said it's very archaic and an old way of thinking but even as we have entered into you know 2020 in this new space and people are more open to ideas about sexuality gender uh gender roles the ideas about around masculinity and femininity are changing um even as we become more and more open, we do still kind of see some of those um, archaic stereotypes still kind of playing into, you know, the these new, well, they're not really new ideas of relationships, but just these, these ideas of relationships, different types of relationships that are becoming more prevalent. Um, like I said, a lot of people are kind of shunning or moving away from monogamy. They don't feel like monogamy is necessary in order to maintain a happy and loving relationship. So, I mean, so as we kind of are seeing some people make those shifts or making those changes, um, we're still, we're still kind of faced with some of those, like I said, archaic kind of stereotypes and notions. I would hope, I would hope or I would like to see it become more of an even playing field. You know, I would like to see it being more accepted and more kind of like, okay, well, yeah, when it comes to this this idea of polyamory, polyamorous relationships, that, um, you know, it's okay for a woman to have, you know, multiple men or even multiple partners that she, because I don't want to, because I don't want to, like dick make it like gender specific because oh well you know what i mean because we know um when it comes to people's sexuality they can feel at you know uh, basically you can be with whoever you want to be with you know what i mean so i don't want to like just seem like i'm focusing just on a man being with all a bunch of women or a woman being with a bunch of men because like i said um, you know, it could be a relationship where you have a woman who has a girlfriend and a boyfriend and another boyfriend, another girlfriend, or, you know, vice versa. It could be a man who has a boyfriend and a girlfriend and a girlfriend, and a boy, whatever. Like I said, so I don't want it to just kind of seem like I'm just being like specific to a relationship of a man with multiple girls or a girl with multiple guys or whatever like that. But, um, but needless to say, I like I said, I would love to see it be more even, like I said, an even playing field where it's it's acceptable or seen as acceptable for both 
a man or a woman, if you do decide to engage in a polyamorous relationship for, you know, it's it to be even. So it's not just so male driven, like male men are allowed to have multiple partners and but the, the the women aren't. You know what I mean? So either way it goes. Like I said, I want to hear from you guys. Hit me up what on the website prettynursepodcast.com on Instagram pretty nerds podcast. Make sure you're following. Um and just and 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 give me your thoughts. Let me know what are your thoughts when it comes to this whole idea of polyamory and polyamorous relationships. Ooh. That was an interesting topic, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this has been a pretty kind of light show, pretty quick show. First year, I mean, first show of the new year. Um, we have so many big things coming for you guys this year. Obviously, if I've, men- I've mentioned multiple times, we have the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. Make sure you guys go visit it, check it out. Um, we'll be having merch coming later on in the year. We're still kind of working that aspect of it out. Um, Fallon Ann will be back, um, and better than ever. Um, very, very soon we'll have, I mean, we just have so many really, really exciting things coming for you guys. So we definitely want you to stay tuned. Um, so. Let me check it out here before I kind of wrap up the show. Let me give you guys the nerd moments of the week. And this week, my nerd moment is just that I'm super excited that The Magicians on comes on the Sci-Fi Channel. Season 5 is coming back. It'll be premiering January 15th. Um, for those of you who watch The Magicians or who aren't caught, if you're not caught up, you can get caught up right now, um, on Netflix. They finally, finally added season four on Netflix. So if you're not caught up, you can go get caught up on The Magicians before the new season starts on January 15th. Um, my thoughts a little bit. I, I watched the preview, so... Um, it looks pretty interesting. I'm excited. Um, cause you know, Margot is my favorite. So I'm excited to see her, um, do her thing and be the all out badass that she is. Um, I'm sad because as you guys know, um, Quentin died in season four at the end of season four, he died. Um, and as I've read online, he will not. Because, you know, sometimes when characters die, we, you know, they'll float in and out or have guest appearances and that. But from what I hear, he's not coming back at all. So no quit in this season at all. So I'm a little like, uh, but we'll see. Um, We'll see how it plays out. Hopefully it'll still be a really good season. The previews look pretty good. So we'll see if if the show is as good because i mean quentin was such a huge part of the show um for the first four seasons so 
I don't know. We'll see how it plays out in this fifth season with no Quentin at all. Like, I mean, obviously, I think there will be mentions of it because they're also going to kind of be reeling and dealing with his death. But yeah, so we'll see how it plays out. So again, the magicians will be returning on Sci-Fi on January 15th. So check it out. You know, if you haven't never seen the magicians, then Again, all four, all four of the first four seasons are available on Netflix. So go watch it. It's pretty interesting, in my opinion, anyway. Um, in my humbly nerd opinion, I think it's an interesting show. I enjoy it, nonetheless. Um, trying to check, see any type of new music that drops kind of at the end of the year. I mean, we had a couple of a couple of records to drop, but I'm going to be super honest with you guys. I haven't really listened to anything like new that came out. I'm still kind of vibing on my old old stuff. I'm still listening to Wale's last album. Sumi is like my shit. Like I was blasting that um on the 31st coming into the new year like just letting the world know, bitch. I'm still rooting for everybody that's black, even in 2020. Goddamn, we still here. Um, so I'm still rocking with that Wale record. That was just my shit. Like I enjoy it so so much. Um, I'm not gonna lie. After the Drake interview, I'm telling you, it's the goddamn power of Drake, man. But after the Drake interview, I went back and listened to some old Drake records because I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I am one of those people who was involved in the debate about Take Care. Nothing was the same. I know a lot of people felt like nothing was the same was his best record. Um, I, on the other hand, loved Take Care. Still my shit. And then, you know, in his interview, he went on to say that nothing was the same was his favorite um, so, you know, I, I went back and listened and I, I'm still, I'm still holding to take care, man. I'm still holding to take care. Take care is still my favorite Drake project. Um, until, until he, until he gives me something else. I will say, I will say that when nothing was the same came out, I did not appreciate it back then because I was like, eh. Because again, I'm I'm a take care girl. I enjoyed take care so much. And I was like, when nothing was the same came out, I was like, eh, this ain't it for me. I will say, though, as the years have went on and he's released other projects, nothing was the same has actually grown on me. Like, I, I, I'm like, okay, you know what? I, I, I can see it. I can see it. I can see why there is a debate between nothing was the same and take care. I still, I'm still, Still riding with Take Care. I still lean towards Take Care, but I can't be mad no more at folks who say nothing was the same was his best record because it's grown on me now. I get it now. I get it. So definitely, definitely, like I said, after the little interview, I kind of went back and did some Drake listening just to kind of get back and, you know, to kind of see if my opinion had changed or anything like that not still the same but i get it now um let me see any other new music or just music in general that i'm listening to 
Oh, things that I'm looking forward to or projects that I'm anticipating or looking forward to hearing. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing or seeing where Meg goes in 2020. Um, even though she's had multiple projects, she considers them mixtapes. Um, so 2020, she's supposedly supposed to be releasing her debut album. So I'm looking forward to seeing what we get from Meg the Stallion in 2020. Um, her star really kind of blossomed and grew pretty big in 2019. So I'm looking forward to kind of seeing where she takes it in 2020. Um, obviously, I think like the rest of the world, we're kind of looking to see what Miss Fenty does with this next project. Um, I, uh, I mean, we've had hints or we know she said it's going to be a more kind of reggae based record so we'll see i mean we know for facts it will do numbers because it's super anticipated and people are just going crazy like you saw the tweets people harassing her like crazy especially in the last couple of hours of 2019 they were just harassing that girl like crazy like you said we were getting an album where's the album blah 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 blah, blah. so Needless to say, um, it will do, it will definitely do numbers. We know that because too many people are looking for her to drop that shit. So I think it'll come sometime during this month of January, though. I think she'll probably push it back to maybe towards the end of January. If not January, she may just do, um, you remember when Beyonce did um her b-day record and she kind of dropped it around her birthday she may she may um push it and 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 drop that joint around her birthday so i i would hmm you know what that actually sounds like a good ass plan that's gonna be my take. i'm gonna rock with it i'm gonna rock with it i'm gonna say that she's going to drop it around her birthday hmm that's a good take I'm rocking with that. So I'm going to say that we can expect the new Rihanna record around her birthday. That's my prediction. Um, also, we will be getting possibly, I'm going to say possibly because we don't know for facts, but possibly the last Nicki Minaj record ever. Um, she had some rumblings about retiring then she kind of took it back she walked it back but i honestly think she may be like whatever this last project is that she's working on i honestly think that may be it for her i think that she felt you know she's kind of in a space where i think she's when it comes to music she may be done as far as being in front of like kind of being the forefront in the forefront she may kind of go in the background when it comes to music but i think that whatever this next project is it may definitely be her last project so um we'll also be getting cardi b's second record in um this year as well um we'll see uh we'll see i mean her first record was uber 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 massive successful um, we all know that it was huge. It's, it's tough. It's tough. You guys know people are finicky and fickle. It's, and, and when you have such a high point, anything uh, kind of underneath that, 
people are going to deem as unsuccessful. So huge kind of pressure on her. So we'll see how she kind of responds to that pressure with this sophomore record. Um, we'll de- like I said, we'll see what what's to come on that forefront when it comes to Cardi's record. Um, is there any other artists I think that people are anticipating or records that we're anticipating? Oh, um, I definitely think we'll get a, um, another Beyonce project this year. Um, cause I mean, her last outings were the joint record with Jay. Then she gave you the Lion King project, which really was like, it's a project, but wasn't pro- like you, you get what I'm saying. It was like a kind of a soundtrack-ish thing, but it wasn't like a Beyonce project project. So I definitely think we'll get a Beyonce project this year. Um, I want to see if she will, like what direction she will take it as far as records go, you know, because she hasn't had, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, she's had some hits in these past couple of records or whatever like that, but she hasn't had like massive, a massive big record, like massively big records. I think, I mean, as far as the numbers are concerned, that's what I'm going to say. As far as the numbers are concerned, she hasn't had like any super massively big records since she did that. I think since she dropped the surprise project, cause lemonade, you know, visually, like I said, visually was stunning. And it had some, some bops, obviously, with formation and all that, just like that. But I mean, it, it wasn't a huge number, number success. And the projects that she does with Jay aren't huge number successes. So we'll see. Um, we'll see what she does here in 2020. But I definitely think we'll be getting a project from her. Um, I also think we will be getting a Kendrick project this year. Um, I think that Kendrick is, is definitely a recluse and I I don't know if he, how much more music we will be getting from Kendrick. Um, he seems like he is kind of already in retirement mode, um, as well, so I'm thinking, and I could totally be off base and be wrong, but I think that whatever the next project we get from Kendrick, like the next album he does, I think that it may be his last. I feel like he is very like Andre 3000. Like, you know what I mean? Like how Andre 3000 just kind of like, it was like, um, you know, if you saw his interview that he did with Rick Rubin when he did his set, his sit down, he said that like he just, he didn't know, you know, he, he doesn't have the, the, I don't want to say passion for music, but it just, you know, it's just not there for him like it was. So that's why he hasn't really been able to kind of sit down and do a project. I think with Kendrick, you know, I think he loves music, but I think that he also just loves life too. You know what I mean? Is that weird? I don't know how to kind of, I think he just also likes to love, like he loves being like, Kendrick just a regular like a regular dude so I think that whatever project he gets is going to be his last project and I could totally be off base with that but you know it is what it is um I think that 
I also think that we'll probably get another J. Cole project, but I don't think that it will be any time early in the year. I'm I'm gonna push a Jake. I think a J. Cole project because I think that he's really kind of moving into um executive guy where I think he wants to kind of push his artist to the forefront and really get um his label go you know Dreamville out there. I mean we saw the success that they had with their Revenge of the Dreamers project. So I think that if we get a J. Cole record, it will be very much later on in the year. I don't think he's going to give us anything like super early on in the year. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much my takes for music and what I, what I feel like is up and coming in 2020. Um Aside from that, I really don't have anything else for you guys. Like I said, super slow um, as far as hot tops and all that jazz. Um, but I do want to say to you guys, Happy New Year. Um, I hope that it's a successful year for you. I hope that you're bossing up out there, that you're getting your money that you got your relation, getting your relationships together, your mental health is being taken care of, taking care of yourself, your family, your loved ones, your friends, you are remembering to have fun. That's, um, th- basically I just hope that this year is prosperous for you on all accounts. Um, again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in with me this week. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the Pretty Nerds podcast. And we will be back again next week. Bye, guys.